0: Hey, welcome back. I'm Kayla.
1: And I'm Bethany, and this is Standing BTS.
0: Yes.
1: Yes. Welcome to another wonderful episode where we get to hang out for about an hour and just talk about BTS.
0: What a wonderful hour it is too. But disclaimer, this is a comedy fangirl podcast. That means that we're going to fangirl, laugh, and learn a little bit along the way.
1: Yep, that's right. This is an explicit podcast, though, so if you aren't cool with that, you can dip out now. We won't blame you.
0: Totally. But if you're down for some, BTS Love Yourself World Tour is over, and we hope that they are getting some rest and that they are not in the fucking studio.
1: Yes, preach, really. They work too hard. (laughs) Seriously. Or BTS with staticky hair has them looking even more angelic.
0: Yes, it's like they're being lifted up to heaven. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Then you're in the right place. So, today we are talking about the first three installments in the Save Me series. But before we get into it, we have to thank you wonderful, amazing armies, for being here and for listening and supporting us. So if you're a fan of this show and you want to show your support for us, you can do that by telling people about the podcast, by writing a review on whatever platform you listen on. And if you want to go above and beyond and show us extra support, you could do that by donating monthly to our Patreon at patreon.com standing bts
1: or if you'd like you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash standing bts podcast your support helps us to improve the quality of our content and to continue putting out weekly episodes and any type of support is super appreciated guys so we're just
0: so appreciated
1: yeah, yeah yeah
0: blown away (laughs) yeah okay um but also additionally we have a huge way for you to get involved with the podcast and with other people who listen and who are part of the bts army so to celebrate valentine's day this year with all the people that we can always count on we are putting together another being an army episode which will be released on the 14th
1: yeah so for those of you who don't know In our first Being an ARMY episode, we read personal stories from some listeners about their connection to BTS and ARMY. So for this episode, we want to know how you became an ARMY, what BTS means to you, and the impact BTS and the fandom has had on your life. And we just, you know, tell us about your personal role as an army do you create fan art or write fanfics you know just like let us know we want to know what you guys all do within the fandom and what being an army is to you so just let us know and if you have any experience at a fan sign or concert, we would love to hear that story as well. Just anything you guys have or want to share.
0: Yeah, really. Um, we Just because we absolutely love the diversity that ARMY represents in age, culture, creed, gender, and like everything. Each person has a special story that bonds us all together. Mm. Um, so... Help us share what being an army is like by emailing us your story at standing BTS at gmail.com or by DMing us on any of our social media. We are trying to spread the word about this through hashtags on social media as well with hashtag being an army and hashtag being an army project and th- this like episode is really for us to find strength in each other and to just hear some amazing stories from you guys, because every single thing that you guys have emailed us or any story you guys have told us has just been amazing. And we want to be able to share that with other people. Um, and we can also hope that maybe BTS might find it or see it and that they might be able to hear some firsthand stories on how much they have impacted all of our lives, which would mm-hmm. be so cool.
1: Yeah, definitely. That'd be so cool if they, like, listen to it or, you know, just hear about it. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: which I guess is kind of the point in, like, this these project things. So mm-hmm.
1: we're just, yeah. yeah. So yeah, today, like Kayla said earlier, we are going to be talking about the Save Me webtoon that Big Hit just put out this past week. And it's super exciting because we feel that it's going to fill in all of the holes for this humongous storyline that's going on mm-hmm. over the past what 4 years basically since they started, I feel like. Yeah, they've seriously. been they've been working on this this Story that that they've been doing. So this webtoon is really kind of clearing things up. And we were both so excited when it came out. So we're like, we have to, have to talk about it. Mm -hmm. And so we plan to do this as a series, right, Kayla? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, because there's only three um, episodes. Well, there's only two episodes and then the prologue. Right so, now, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. But there's I think going to be like fifteen in total. The last mm-hmm. episode is supposed to come out on uh April eleventh, which is like a big important date in this whole series. Um, so we are basically every three weeks when we have three more chapters to talk about, that's when we're gonna have a new installment in this series.
1: Yeah, yeah. So we're just going to go ahead and go through it. So just some background intro into what this all is. So it's a webtoon um, created by Big Hit in collaboration with Lico or Lyco, um, And it's titled Save Me. And it's going to be presented as 15 episodes, including a prologue. So the artist of the cartoon is Lico, which is this art company in South Korea. And this particular webtoon, uh, it's part zero of this story Of mm-hmm. this most beautiful moment in life
0: Which you noticed when we were doing research When we were scrolling through this webtoon You were like Is that a zero next to the h by h symbol And you know is that new Like I've never noticed yeah. that before And it is It is a zero This repra- Like this mm-hmm. aspect of the story yeah. Is told to us Via this webtoon and it's part zero of the story. So assuming there will be more parts.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it looks like a power sign in the top right corner of the most beautiful moment in life, like artwork Mm -hmm. that we see.
0: Um, But we should also mention that this is connected to Smeraldo Books, which is a Twitter that's part of the BTS universe. So the first tweet from this account says that Smeraldo Books is named after the Smeraldo flower, which means the truth untold in the language of flowers. And they also say that they will do their best to deliver the truth through the books made by Smeraldo Books.
1: So... They tweet fragments of the notes, which we will include when pertinent. Also important is that Big Hit has made books titled The Notes available for pre-order and purchase in Korean, Japanese, and English. And these books include chapters, and they are part one of the story. And at this point in time, we don't know what part two is exactly. Mm-hmm. I know that the there's like a two with the... Most beautiful moment in life albums, I feel like, but mm-hmm. maybe not. I could be wrong on that. No,
0: there is. So I mm-hmm. feel like, like we have a zero, which is like these webtoons, a one, which is going to be these books, and then pr- I'm. I mean, there's probably going to be a two, right? Like,
1: oh yeah, and yeah. so
0: we we don't know. I think it'll right all now, come but.
1: together at some point here. Like yeah. they're. I feel that they use this webtoon as a really great way to to tell ARMY what's, what's going on, like filling in the holes pretty Mm -hmm. much because we have so many theories and we all act like we know what's going on, but no one really knows the truth. And so this is really making it universal and, and bringing all the ideas together and laying it out for us.
0: Yeah, for sure. I don't know if like the webtoon is going to completely fill in all of the holes. I feel like Mm -hmm. with the other parts, everything would probably be filled in. But what I do really enjoy already, and I'm excited to start talking about it, because what I enjoy already is that big questions that we did have that we've talked about throughout like any time in an episode that theories come up. Some of them are already kind of being answered or being filled in a little bit. So just in these mm-hmm. first like three installments that we're gonna talk about. Um yeah. but just kind of as an overview of what this series is going to be about, we do have a summary for you guys. So here's the summary of the series. Um it says seven boys, best friends. Their fates intertwined through the good times together, but also the tough times, as they have gone their separate ways and suffered greatly as a result. When all is almost lost for these boys, one is given a special chance to go back in time and help his friends fix the mistakes that led them down this path. He'll do anything to save them, but can he, or is he too late?
1: All right. I think that's a perfect summary of what... What's going on here? Yeah. Especially this whole, like, the member, well, especially with all the boys being intertwined and that good times going into, like, the tough times that they all have and once they've, like, separated from each other. Mm -hmm. Ah, And then Jen is going to go in and save them. Okay. Okay. Let's get into this. Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) All right. So it starts off with prologue. And it does just an introduction of all of the boys. So it starts off with Young and in the comic we see broken glass and blood on the floor. And you see him back out of a doorway looking down at his bloody hands. And he's crying and breathing heavily because, you know, he's looking down at his bloody hands. Right. And so we get a glimpse of his story
0: next we see namjoon sitting in a jail cell and he's sucking on that yellow lollipop and we see this yellow lollipop with yoongi in the love yourself her highlight reels um Mm -hmm. so we see him like smoking with a pack of cigarettes and then the girl in the story replaces the cigarettes with this lollipop so just curiously namjoon is sucking this lollipop um mm-hmm. then he drops it and it cracks and this cracking away or cracking of things becomes a theme already in this story
1: mm-hmm. yeah definitely
0: next we see jungkook and he is standing on the edge of a building with his arms outstretched and the wind is blowing against him um, it's like it says that it's like whooshing and then you can see his jacket kind of mm-hmm. billowing out behind him and his back right heel is lifted up almost as if he's leaning into it a little bit. Um, and this is also reminiscent of the Euphoria music video, mm-hmm. because just because of like his arms being outstretched and walking next to a ledge by the mm-hmm. ocean.
1: Yeah. 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 So next we see Hosok, who it's just this black uh, backdrop behind him, and he's running down these stairs, and then he ends up tripping and falling. And uh, when he hits the bottom of the stairs, you can tell he's, like, injured badly. We don't know if he, like, broke his ankle or anything, but he's just lying there. Like, he lost one of his shoes. Um, He's also dressed in, like... I don't know if it's a hospital gown or just like pajamas, but he mm-hmm. looks like he's potentially, he's just in, it looks like pajamas, potentially, yeah. potentially hospital gown.
0: It looks like hospital clothes. Like mm-hmm. it could totally be. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, next we see Yungi or we see Yungi's kind of scene. It starts with um, a big picture of a mirror with flames around it. And, the coloration in this image and in the Yungi images are so much brighter from what we've seen so far because mm-hmm. there's lots of like oranges and yellows and lots of color contrast. Mm-hmm. Um, we get a close-up of Yungi's face and he just kind of looks resolved. Um,
1: yeah yeah I love this this image of him this Mm -hmm. this cartoon and drawing of him I think it just is so impactful the emotion that you see on his face Mm -hmm. and you you know you see him standing being engulfed by these these flames and it looks just like I need you and I mean I just died when I saw this I thought wow this is so cool
0: yeah it does look so cool and it really is evoking of that music video that we all know so well mm-hmm. and so we can really see like his emotion and mm-hmm. just being surrounded by those huge flames it's just so striking
1: mm-hmm. and standing there so calm mm-hmm. yeah just kind of accepting it yeah so then we see Jimin and he's sitting on a hospital bed and he's hooked up to an IV and his back is to us so we can't see his face. Um, but he's looking out this wide window and we can see city lights sparkling throughout. And wh- then we get to see his face and his his expression is just so sad and and miserable. But he also just looks kind of bored and lonely
0: mm-hmm. god i just hate looking i have to scroll past it so fast because mm-hmm. he just looks so sad um okay and then lastly we see jen and he is standing in front of a windowsill and it has sheer white curtains that are closed you guys know it you've seen it Um, (laughs) yeah
1: many times
0: he's wearing this white shirt tucked into black shorts and then suddenly whap he opens the curtains and there is sunlight shining through and he just kind of stares out of the window and we see his beautiful reflection in the shine of the window and he looks Mm -hmm. almost like worried or confused or possibly curious um Mm -hmm. definitely pensive
1: mm-hmm
0: but yeah yeah definitely so that's how the prologue ends so we just kind of get a review of where all of the members are at right at the beginning
1: yeah we get a glimpse of what's going on yeah so then we go into episode one and it starts off um with an airplane and the comic the dialogue says ladies and gentlemen our flight from Los Angeles to Incheon International Airport will be landing soon and Jen is sitting in a window seat looking out over the city which we believe is Seoul Mm -hmm. and it shows it when you scroll down then it shows the HYYH Artwork with a zero in the corner as the power sign, as we mentioned before. Mm -hmm. And so Jin says, it's been two years. And it goes into him lying in an empty room on a white mattress, which we've seen so many times. Mm -hmm. The the sun is shining um, in his eyes through the window. And it looks like he just freshly moved in, like he's moved back. There's boxes in the corner that are unpacked, suitcases by the wall, Um, And so he goes on to say, it's not like I've been gone for that long. But also at the same time, you can tell that he just doesn't feel at home. Mm -hmm. So he gets up, he goes over to a suitcase and kind of starts to unpack it. And he puts on new clothes and he he leaves his apartment.
0: So once he leaves, he gets into his car and he's listening to the radio. Uh, The radio says and this is important. So the radio says, today is April 11th, and this is your traffic update. I'm sure many of you will be heading to go on a picnic this weekend, so be prepared for some heavy traffic on the major highways. So this presents again later on in the comics, and this becomes one of our kind of thematic recurring things that we get to see.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um so we see Jin sitting at a stoplight in his black Ford truck um which happens to be sitting in front of his old high school and he sees a crowd of students walking across the road and in that crowd he sees Jungkook. And immediately Jin freezes up. He is just he's wide eyed shocked to see him was definitely not expecting um, Mm -hmm. to see him. He looks away immediately sad or maybe thinking about something. And maybe it's also just the shock that he hasn't seen Jungkook in a while.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah, just that flush of almost nervousness. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get that whenever I see people that I'm oh, not yeah. expecting to see that you haven't seen in a while. Yeah, it's like, I, it's a mixed, it's a weird emotion. It's not exactly nervous, but it's not exactly excited. yeah. <laughs> Somewhere yeah. in between there. Um, but, so then he goes into this flashback, which I love this part of the comic because we haven't really gotten to see too much of this, you know, this side where they're all together like we Mm -hmm. see glimpses of it throughout but it's really cool to see it in this comic so he goes into this flashback from them in high school together and we get to see them line up in a straight line and they're getting lectured by an authority figure like a teacher or maybe a principal or something and he's saying that they still have their lazy habits from middle school so they all must have been friends (laughs) in middle school too um, But they're all getting detention. Mm-hmm. And I just love when they're lined up in this comic because they're all just so like themselves, what they're doing, their mannerisms. And so uh, <laughs> I just have to talk about what they're all doing. Yeah, in this let's lineup. talk about it. Yeah. So yungi he's on the far left. And he's just looking down. He looks like he's not bothered at all. At all, <laughs> He his doesn't hair, give a shit. Yeah, his hair is covering his eyes. Like, you can't see his eyes at all. Um, doesn't give a shit, just like <laughs> you said. So then we see Hobie, and this is probably my favorite one. He's smiling, like, <laughs> ear to ear. He thinks it's funny that they're getting in trouble. Uh, he's kind of like, oh, this again, really? And he's got one arm, but, like bent and he's got his hand behind his head like he's scratching at the back of his head mm-hmm. or it like just he just looks like he doesn't care he's literally just relaxing funny. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then we go to tae Young, who's next in line and he looks so angsty like angsty as fuck and he he just looks irritable and annoyed that they're getting in trouble um oh yeah he looks pissed so fitting yeah, yeah. But then right
0: next to him is Jimin, who has like these sad eyes. He's looking down into the side. And also kind of like cute is that his right foot is pointed inward. Um, mm-hmm. But he, he has, has a like,
1: natural habit of doing that in yeah, reality. Of yeah. pointing his toes in because he's a dancer. Mm, Which is like, What a cute little touch. Oh.
0: Yeah, um, but like he just does not look happy to be getting in trouble. Mm-hmm. And then Jungkook is next to him, and he just looks, like, so sweet, like, innocent baby. Oh, I know. Like, they make him look so... Like, they make his eyes bigger, and they make, like, his features, like, closer together a little bit. And he just Mm -hmm. looks so cute and baby. Yeah, Um, he
1: looks so worried. Yeah. How I see it is that they're all just little shits but he looks up to them so he goes along with like doing things that he shouldn't Mm -hmm. so he looks the most concerned out of all of them you can tell he's the youngest
0: oh for sure um, and next to Jungkook is Jin, and he's just standing there with his hands in his pockets, but he's definitely nervous. He has a bead of sweat on his cheek, and he's kind of looking over to the side where Namjoon is standing, like, mm-hmm. almost like, all right, you're going to handle this. Um, mm mm-hmm. Where so Namjoon is standing there at the end, and he's of course taller than everybody else. Yeah. And I just love his expression because he is just looking over his shoulder down the line at everybody. He just looks so calm and cool, and like he's just he doesn't want them to worry. It's yeah, fine. He looks you like their
1: protector the way yeah. he's looking over at them. He looks like he's looking at every single one of them to make sure that they're okay or that right. they're. To reassure them that they're gonna be okay.
0: Yeah. Yes, he's like checking them out, like to be <laughs> so like fitting. you're fine, you're fine. It is so fitting. Like it's I like, said, ah. I just love
1: this lineup because it's just these small little things and little expressions on their on the drawings that. Just is like so fitting and perfect for each and one of each yeah. one of them.
0: Yeah, I'm like yeah. getting emotional, like fucking <laughs> no, BTS. No, don't get emotional. <laughs>
1: uh, okay, always.
0: Jesus,
1: fifty times a day. <laughs> um. So then we see them in the detention room, which I had never even thought about going back as far as Boy in Love, but to when this shit, you know, starts, this whole freaking storyline, yeah. Um, but I mean, you can't not look at it and think
0: boy, boy in love. love. Yeah, yeah. You have yeah. to.
1: So this attention room, it became their secret hideout. It's where they had so much fun together and quote, it was the only place we could relax and laugh inside the stuffy school. That's what Jen is, is telling us through the comic. Mm-hmm. And again, just love this scene. they look so happy and they're just having so much fun. They're playing piano, uh, laughing, just pushing each other around. God. Hobie's like freaking having a, a heyday parade over there. Yes. Oh my God, I just said heyday parade. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> Have you ever heard me say that?
0: No. What the fuck? <laughs> You're like out in the country now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is that a thing? Heyday parade? No.
0: Fucking, there's a band <laughs> called Mayday Parade. And oh there's my a God, thing about having totally, a heyday.
1: <laughs> that's totally weird. <laughs> Oh my Leave, gosh,
0: it in. <laughs> Leave it in. <laughs> um, but make, what I love, so what stupid. I love about this scene, there's like that, that like afternoon lighting. You know, it's just like this golden sunlight from like their mm-hmm. afternoon detention that just also adds this kind of feel of nostalgia and happiness to this scene, and it's just so beautiful.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, it is.
0: Um, So then the flashback abruptly ends because the car behind Jen honks and speeds off. Um, He's kind of quickly snapped back into reality. Next, we see his car at a familiar gas station in the evening um, where somebody is tripping over a pail and shouting, shit, why would they put this here? Uh, So just sidebar that in this comic they curse they say like shit and fuck and like mm-hmm. it's the best like yes yeah
1: yeah yeah because I always thought man if Big Hit knows about us they must hate us because we cuss so much in this podcast and here they are Big Hit's putting out this comic and they're saying fucking shit so I'm like cool
0: <laughs> because it's real it's real life yeah. you know <laughs> I
1: mean we know Yoongi curses God. For, that's factual
0: yeah I mean yeah okay so anyways um so Jin is paying the service attendant and while he's doing that he sees Namjoon through his driver's side mirror um he totally sees Namjoon and doesn't say anything and he ends up driving away and uh this is where one of those tweets from some from uh, Smeraldo Books comes in because they tweeted out a note from that day, and basically saying that Namjoon saw Jin and saw Jin seeing him on the edge of his sight, but he said that Jin didn't come closer or start talking. So,
1: oh.
0: um, so just, Namjoon
1: did see him. He
0: did see him. He knew that wow. he was there. Yeah. Just crazy. Yeah. Um, I feel
1: that I'm so behind on the notes in and, well, and those. And this is the Smarldo books thing. Yeah, I so, mean, that's why I, I thank don't God know.
0: that they're like mm-hmm. putting out the notes book because, yeah, yeah up, up until this point, they've like been all in Korean and mm-hmm. largely unaccessible to us unless other people are translating that. And that's a lot to do. Um, yeah. And they've also been just so all over the place. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, it's
1: been, ho- it's been difficult to follow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then Jin goes back to his apartment and he's reading a book and it's raining outside and just, oh my God, epiphany. It's, <laughs> it's crazy to me how even in this comic, though, the way the drawings are done and the scenes, it's just these tiny little, these tiny little things will hint at mm-hmm. other things we've seen like things we've seen in epiphany and you know serendipity or i need you yeah and it just
0: evokes like a whole other range and series of emotions in just one little image like Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden we're brought back to that song and that music video and all of the theories that we think go along with that it's just so fucking cool Uh
1: yeah even the love yourself highlight reels those ones especially yeah man anyways So he plops down at the end of the day, and he's looking out the window, and he falls asleep. So this part of the comic is really cool, too. So as he's falling asleep, he has a dream that he's suddenly swimming deep underwater, and he sees all his friends, the other six members, sinking deeper and deeper into the depths of this this ocean. And he's yelling out for them. Or I don't even know if it's an ocean. It could be that that lake. You know, they're in water. Mm-hmm. Nonetheless. Probably that lake. <laughs> or the ocean. Fuck. Just you know scratch that.
0: Large it doesn't matter. They're all yeah. submerged in water.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So the other six members just sinking deeper and deeper into the depths of water. And so he yells out for them and there's no use. And he's swimming straight down with his arms stretched out and he's reaching out to them, but they are impossible to get and they're just They're just sinking quicker and quicker. And this is just a really neat part of the comic because you can see every single member just one after one sinking Mm -hmm. down into this body of water. So after waking up from the dream we see in the comic, we see his phone, Jen's phone, and it's May 22nd when he wakes up.
0: Which is like kind of confusing because the last time we saw a date, it was april 11th um but after debating when we were researching we kind of decided that time was passing probably um just implied in the images before he fell asleep like because we see him drive back and then there's kind of some blackness in the comic a little bit of a gray area if you will it literally fades Mm -hmm. from black to white and then there's like sunlight and then he's reading and rain and then he's sleeping so it might just have represented the passage of time right there Mm -hmm. we don't think at this point that he like traveled forward in time no we just think it's naturally become may 22nd Mm -hmm. um because then after waking up he reflects on the dream and he says i that he regrets not approaching them back then um so probably like back when he saw jungkook and namjoon on april 11th Mm -hmm. and uh he decides to go and see where they're at um so he finds out from the gas station that namjoon worked at where he last saw him that namjoon wasn't there because he was in jail
1: Mm -hmm. so this is another employee at the gas station who's telling jen this and Mm -hmm. in the comic you can't help but to notice in the back um in the background there is a television and you can read the news headline um saying high school student arrested for killing his father. And so that, you know, immediately is clicking in all of our heads. Oh, that's Taeyang. Um, but yeah, Jen at this time has no idea or is not even paying attention to the news, but it's just subtly put in the background.
0: Yeah. And I love that. It just kind of slides in there and maybe you didn't notice that your first time through on mm-hmm. the comic, or maybe you didn't notice it at all. And I think that was their intention to kind of put that yeah. foreshadowing in there. Yeah. um, So then Jin, after finding out that Namjoon is in jail, he goes to visit him there and he finds out the story behind why Namjoon was in jail. Um, so basically this customer at the gas station was being a complete asshole and was being super impatient and treating Namjoon like dirt. Um, like Namjoon wasn't quick enough in this guy's terms to accept his money so he slapped namjoon Mm. across the face with it and then he got out of his car and yelled do you even know how much this fucking car costs and then he kicked namjoon um and through all of this namjoon is apologizing and he's like picking up the money and the guy then demanded his money back and was like, I'm not paying for this shit and called Namjoon a broke fuck. Um, wow. And so, yeah, just, I mean, what an
1: asshole, seriously, level of asshole in this guy, really.
0: Uh not, this was like the breaking point for Namjoon too, mm-hmm. because then af, right after he said that, he like jumped, like lurched up at this guy and slammed the customer on top of the hood of his car, um, and presumably punched him or did something we don't get to see. Yeah. Um
1: Yeah. But it's but yeah, implied that Namjoon then gets in trouble for this with, you know, right. law enforcement. So then it transitions to him sitting in front of an officer at the police station. And the officer suggests to, and the the other man is there too, the man who he got in this, this fight with. Mm-hmm. And they're sitting in front, and the officer suggests that they just settle this with a payment. And, of course, this rich asshole scoffs, saying Namjoon couldn't even afford it. And Namjoon says that he's not settling and he just doesn't want to give in to this asshole. Like, he doesn't want to give him the satisfaction. He'd rather be right. in jail. Which, fuck yeah. Right. Uh, fuck that dude. Yeah, really.
0: Seriously, fuck that guy. hmm
1: So then Nam June shares with Jin that he was put in jail on April 11th, which is that day that he saw him, um, but didn't say anything. So, Damn. I know, right? Yeah.
0: So Jin is like, fuck, if only I would have talked to him.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's heartbreaking about this part, too, is Namjoon then shares with Jin to not worry because, quote, this was bound to happen. As if that he felt that he was just, you know, cursed, basically, that no matter how good he was or what he did, he was born into this life and that he was bound to end up in jail no matter what, which is, oh, damn. Terrible. That's just,
0: God, to have that outlook. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So Jin asks Namjoon how their old friends are all doing and if they know that he's in jail. And Namjoon shares that he hasn't talked to them in a while and then that Jin must not know that Jungkook and Yoongi are both dead. And so... We kind of knew that Yoongi had had died potentially in this fire because yeah. we had seen him do that, that, that act. Whereas Jungkook, we weren't so sure. We knew that he got hit by a car, but there was no confirmation in any way that he died from that. So hearing this and reading this in the comic mm-hmm. was like, what? Oh, my God. Like Jungkook died. And it just, I was not prepared for that at all it was such a shock
0: no yeah me neither it was such a shock and they devoted like an entire screen of the comic to it and it was just so like we see wide-eyed Jin just Mm -hmm. shocked and it's just Mm -hmm. it it was really awful because we we just saw him you know so yeah um we just have a little bit of insight from some from Smeraldo books about their deaths or like their last interactions of Jungkook and Yoongi. Um, so we have a note from Jungkook on April 11th that says, my phone rang. I came back to myself as if I awakened from a long dream. I took out my phone. It was Yoongi. Um, so
1: that was on that's April all we 11th. Have that he said that. yeah
0: that's all we have for now that's like yeah he got a call
1: from Yungi. oh my gosh but
0: also maybe that note is like from uh you know later on Ooh, in the storyline like, line, like from a different version year, of april 11th the same
1: day. yeah interesting Yeah.
0: just like yeah. yeah but don't know um and then from Yungi we got uh this is from april 11th The note said the sheet caught fire and instantly flared up. My last sight of this world was this dirty, isolated room, the red hot flames and rolling heat and Jungkook's twisted face. Oh, so yeah, wherever they both were at, they were on each other's minds.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. And then, uh, also Jin or Namjoon shared with Jin that Hosak was in the hospital, that he had had a bad accident, and that he didn't know the whereabouts of Taehyung or Jimin. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. So then their visiting session ends, and Jin starts to regret not approaching Namjoon when he had seen him on April 11th. So Mm -hmm. as he leaves the jail, he sees a crowd of people rushing around someone that the police are leading away and people are yelling why did you murder your own father your sister claimed your father abused you too since you were little why haven't you said anything about this and jin instantly yells out tae young as he sees the person is tae young and he's tied he's tied up in rope and tae young looks over his shoulder and he's he just looks helpless and hopeless right as he's looking at jin like he he just looks so traumatized really
0: Mm -hmm. these big eyes
1: yeah yeah Mm -hmm. very expressive and so then the comic it looks really cool here where it's jen reaching out for tay and then tay's body then is being reflected upside down from jen but in in contrast tay is on this black background with this dripping blood behind him and the image is just so impactful.
0: Mm-hmm. It does like, it kind of evokes thoughts of like yin and yang a mm-hmm. little bit with like the black and white contrasting backgrounds and with like mm-hmm. Jin reaching out and Tae Young being unable to reach out, being restricted. And mm-hmm. yeah, also just like, Clearly now Jin is putting it together or he knows, like, one, he knows where Young is. Two, he knows that Young killed his his father. So, crazy. Yeah. Um, the next thing that we see is that Jin is having another flashback. And this is a flashback to the day at the beach that they all spent um, together. They're all wearing white. They're like running around. Um, and we know that this is like their last good day together. So we see Jen standing there on the beach in the same spot now in present time. And he's wearing a black hoodie and he's just kind of reflecting back on this last good day. Um, he's wondering to himself where it all went wrong. He's asking how they all ended up so miserable. And he's asking if any of them were happy after they all split up. Um, he says back then just being together with each other was enough to make us happy. And at this point he's sitting on the beach and he has his elbows on his knees and his hands are over his head and he's just kind of like he looks so like beat down, just so stressed out. And he says, But why what happened to us?
1: Yeah. He's just so I think overwhelmed with all of all of what's going on in yeah. his, in his friends, his old friends' lives. And I mean yeah, after he- they split up, it just seems that they all became miserable. And he's just so struck by this he doesn't understand it yeah Yeah. he was only gone for two
0: years Uh for two years and suddenly all of them their lives are completely like they're either destroyed or distraught or dead and it's i mean to try to process that would just be incredibly incredibly difficult so we see this jen trying to work through all of that
1: Mm-hmm. So then we see this white cat come close to him while he's sitting on this beach, and it rub- It comes up between him and rubs between his legs, and we see in quotes, It do- it's not coming from anything directly, but it's in yellow font, and it says, If you could turn back time, do you believe you can straighten out the errors and mistakes and save everyone? Hmm. So... He starts to think that he's seeing things uh, Mm -hmm. and he says to himself that it doesn't matter if I could turn back time, if I could straighten out the errors and mistakes and make us all happy again, like we used to be, I would do anything. So he goes back home, he opens the curtains and says, I would do anything. And it's almost like he signs this spoken contract with whatever thing is giving him this power to do so, to mm-hmm. go back and strain out the airs. And this part is very new to to Army, I feel, that <laughs> this cat is like there. some sort of spiritual thing, you know, yeah. or, or what that is giving him this power that we go on to discover
0: right so basically a non-specific source of power of how he got this ability yeah um or how like who he's forming this kind of contract with it's just all kind of hazy but i also mm-hmm. think that that's not very like necessary it's not to, the story to the storyline story
1: yeah yeah
0: which is why they make it that yeah. way
1: but something has yeah. to happen he can just like go in and time travel and change things. (laughs) Yeah. It just brings some sort of, you know, understanding to it. But
0: I'm so, so excited because totally in the content couch gin epiphany episode we were like he's fucking time traveling through the Mm -hmm. window like i mean everybody was saying it on twitter too and it it just makes us all feel i think so like accomplished (laughs) and like verified Mm -hmm. yeah we were like he is fucking time traveling through this window like right when he whapped it open then it started cracking away and his universe started kind of cracking away um And we also know that like when he did that and he says, I would do anything from the notes, uh, we know that he didn't really grasp the depth of the task that he was taking on when he's doing that Mm -hmm. and, uh, saying that he would do anything, um, because when the curtains open the light is just blindingly bright and uh the drawing of Jin cracks away into like broken glass or a broken mirror um there's some sort of force that pushes him back maybe like a powerful wind that's coming through the window and all of a sudden he wakes up and when he wakes up it's like a fresh morning um he goes over and opens the window and he thinks that he had a dream, but he can't remember. And then he leaves his apartment. And as he's leaving his apartment, we see a shot of his phone, which says that it's April 11th. Um. So at the end of episode one, he's fucking time travels.
1: We as the audience now know that he, he time travels that he signed some sort of, some sort of agreement with this this cat, you know, spirit thing, and that he's able to go yeah. back and do anything to save his friends. Mm-hmm. But Jen, d- we... We catch on that Jen has it takes a while for him to figure this out, but at the end, it's just like, wow, like, ARMY's like, yes, he time travels. We like, figured, we fucking yeah, knew it, yeah, we knew <laughs> <laughs> we're not crazy, yeah,
0: seriously, <laughs>
1: theories, man, yeah, kudos to the armies who figured, out, you know, figured it out, you know, figure it out, all the, the theory people,
0: yes, you guys are incredible. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, so then we're on to episode two,
1: yeah. So it starts out again with Jin at the gas station. And he sees Namjoon in the same way. Drives away again in the same way. Uh, so he doesn't say anything to Namjoon. Even, but he hasn't quite figured out that he's gone back in time. So then Jin is driving down an alley away, driving away from the gas station. And he's thinking, like he had before, that he should have said hi to Namjoon. And mm-hmm. then he starts to think to himself he is curious to where everyone is and i just have to reiterate that he doesn't know he's repeating time yet right he's yet to figure this out
0: right he thinks that everything he think all he thinks that's weird about the day is that he's had a weird dream that he can't remember Mm -hmm. yeah
1: so he gets lost in his thoughts again and we see the comic do like a thunk it, it just says thunk and something hits his car and he suddenly slams on his brakes. He's huffing and puffing. He doesn't know what just happened. And when he looks up, we see that he hit or we think he hit Jungkook. And so he had fallen on top of the car from above. And so this is just so disorienting to Jen because he literally appeared out of nowhere. He appeared from up above mm-hmm. and, Jungkook's leg, it, like, looks broken. His eyes are open, but they're colored white, symbolizing that he's dead. And Jin just sees that it's Jungkook, and he clasps his chest. And all of a sudden, there's people crowding around the car. Uh, There's, like, a police officer asking if he's okay. God. Um, trying to get in and Jen just isn't responding the comic becomes blurry like Jen's, Jen's vision is 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 being blurred mm-hmm. and he's just so overwhelmed and so it looks like he hit Jungkook with the car right. but really Jungkook had fallen from the building above and just happened to land on top of Jin's like hood of his car yeah just ah in his windshield yeah it's just like a tragic scene it's
0: awful i mean and you can tell that it's like jungkook falling from above and not that Jin hit him with his car uh they did not put Jin through that through that trauma in this story at least he didn't hit him um Mm -hmm. but like you can tell all of the impact is just from above in this really just awful picture um but yeah and so like his vision starts to get blurry and then as people are pounding on his windows and trying to get in and help the scene just cracks away uh so this is how april 11th ends from now on for jen like almost like once he fails his mission or his destiny then the reality cracks apart and he wakes up again um So that's what happens right after it cracks away. He wakes up again. He says that he feels like he had an even more strange dream. Uh, And then he walks over to his desk, grabs a picture of them, all of BTS and says that he misses them. Uh, So this is interesting at least. He's missing them earlier in the day than he has in the previous two times that we've seen him on April 11th. -hmm. And he's missing them without the prompting of seeing Jungkook or seeing Namjoon. And already before he's even left his house for the day, he says something feels strange, and he did an extra scan of his room before he closed the door.
1: He feels something's different. He feels off, and so here is when we start to to see Jin is, he's not catching on quite yet, but he's realizing something's different. It's something's right. off, and he's questioning almost everything he's doing.
0: Completely. Something about the day just feels yeah. off right yeah and he mm-hmm. he realizes um he hears the same traffic update again about the possible heavy traffic because of nice weather and picnics and then he sees jungkook at their high school walking across the crosswalk and this time he makes eye contact with jungkook Um, and at this moment, Jin's heart starts to race and he senses something different. And he says that he feels strange and he's questioning why he feels this way, but he doesn't get the chance to like say anything or do anything.
1: No, no, he doesn't say or do anything when he sees Jungkook. Right. So then he goes to the gas station again, like he's done and he doesn't say anything to Namjoon. But this time, as he's driving away, he feels like he's forgetting something important. And so, I mean, the day before, well, not the day before, but the last time he relived it, that's when he he had seen that whole thing with Jungkook. So I feel that that was mm-hmm. so impactful that that's why this time around he does something different. This is different from pr- like previous times that he's lived this day. So yeah. instead of... What he's done in the past, when he's driving away, Jen goes to a convenience store and he's Mm -hmm. thinking, what am I missing? What did I forget? Like as he's driving. So this convenience store is diverging from what we've seen this far. Right.
0: Like maybe because he's having this weird, this weird feeling that he's forgetting about something or missing something. Maybe he's like, Mm -hmm. okay, maybe I forgot to pick something up. So he's stopping at this convenience store.
1: Yeah. This this feeling has him do something different. Right. So as he's walking in, oh, it's just so this is traumatizing. So awful. I know. Yeah. As he's walking in, we see f- behind him Jungkook dropping from above head first. Oh, God. God. And we see that Amananapia thunk again. Mm. And as Jin turns around, he realizes that that Jungkook had just fallen to his death right behind him and his reality starts to crack away again
0: Uh, Mm oh this is like i mean it's just we get enough of the image enough of the imagery of just him glancing down making eye contact with jungkook's just like white dead eyes and then just cracking away it's just and the god the image of like just the blur of Jungle falling in the background is
1: yeah just total blur because it's because he's going quickly yeah but it's awful yeah yeah
0: um so Uh, god it's so terrible it's so terrible um after the reality cracks away we once again hear that voice um that is like that weird spirit thing that's giving jin his power it says am i too late you could have been the one i was looking for if you've already sealed the pact open your eyes and see straight so jin opens his eyes and he is in bed again he opens his eyes and sits up and says who are you the voice responds This is the world you have to live in and the fate you must go through. You won't make it out here alone in this entangled destiny. Here's how to remember the loop. Once you open your eyes and then it kind of veers off it doesn't talk anymore but the image cracks away and we see a montage of what we have kind of figured out is kind of like the cycle of the day so we see first Young and his story of what's going on some little snippets of what people are talking to him Um, and then we see namjoon and then we see jungkook and These are basically all the moments that Jin has to intervene in to save his friends. Mm -hmm. Uh, The last thing that we see is Jungkook falling. So once Jungkook dies, the day restarts and Jin wakes back up. Basically, Mm -hmm. that's what we've seen so far. Um, So through this realization that Jin is coming to his heart is just pounding in his chest and he's huffing and puffing. And he says out loud, he says, who was that? What the hell is going on? What is all of this? And then he also says that it was a different voice than last time. And, um, he mentions that it seems as if the days are repeating themselves over and over again. Um, and this time the voice is like in blue font instead of the yellow that we saw last time with the cat. So don't know what the difference yeah, is. But that's
1: That part is a little blurry. We're not too sure what the different voices are and how that's going to play in effect later on. But yeah. I feel that it, it is the fact that they pointed out that he's hearing a different voice and that the, the font color is different.
0: Right. Um. But once again, the voice says, if you could turn back time, do you believe you can straighten out the errors and mistakes and save everyone? And then Jin says, can it really be? Have I actually gone back in time?
1: Uh, so, yeah, like, so like at the very end, he's realizing he's gone back in time and realizing that he has this mission now to save his friends.
0: And this is his every day. Yeah god yeah i mean oh it's it's already set up to be such a good story and it's like we already know some of it like we said it's so cool being able to see parts of like music videos like brought to life in this comic once Mm -hmm. again and being able to think about all of that um but also like what came to mind tragically at the end (laughs) when we were doing this research was the song save me and the chorus when jungkook says save me save me i need, I need your love before, before i fall
1: fall yeah. no, no. The whole, <laughs> just the whole the imagery of of him falling falling Jin, i know like god and <sighs> fuck. i just i hate big hit i do god damn it I, i'm done i'm over all of it <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm just Oh, uh, okay. So it
1: all connects. I don't know it how. It all fucking
0: connects. I I don't know how they did it. Yeah. But fucking thank God geniuses. for this goddamn yeah. amazing story, seriously. Right. Um so <laughs> uh that was our kind of overview of the first installment of the first three kind of episodes of the Save Me series. Yeah. Um, we will be back with another one of these Save Me series episodes. Uh, the next one is going to be after our Valentine's Day, being an Army episode, um and then another one 3 weeks after that. So, be looking out for these if you like the Save Me series and if you enjoyed listening. Um we of course you guys know I cannot stay away from anything that's is theory based. I am just love it. I love this shit. <laughs> it's just it's awful, it's amazing, it's brilliant. It, it is makes, brilliant. It's br- no fucking brilliant. That. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah. If you guys enjoyed this episode, uh, let us know. And then if you've enjoyed any of our other episodes, we want to hear about that as well. Um, we definitely want to bring you guys stuff that you want to hear about and, you know, enjoy. So, If you've liked this episode or any of our other episodes, you can tell us about it and you can talk to us about it um, on our Gmail and on our social media. You can also write a review. You can become a patron on Patreon. You can donate to us on PayPal Um, and yeah, just reach out to us. We want to hear from you guys. Don't forget to send us your Being an Army story if you have not already. Um, And then you can find links for all of those things down there in the description.
1: In the description. Thanks for listening and thanks for standing, BTS.